Hello and welcome to episode 597 of Under the Cull of MS. Just shocked that I'm up to almost 600. Uh, and I'd be probably closer to 700 if I wouldn't have been slacking for the past few. But this is another reviews, previews episode of things coming out in the near future, and we're going to start it out with some more graphic novels from the past, talk about them, see if you hear of any that you want to look for, starting out with Sailor Twain, or The Mermaid in the Hudson, written by art by Mark Siegel. Mermaids aren't always the, of the cheerful, red-headed singing variety. In many stories, mermaids lead unwary sailors to their doom, enticing them with their beautiful appearances and golden voices. In Sailor Twain, one such seaman finds himself in a similar situation, tempted into obsession by his new mermaid friend, South. Sailor Twain, accomplished young riverboat captain, happens to stumble upon a mortally wounded mermaid. Being the stalwart man he is, Twain rescues the mermaid and begins nursing her back to health in secret, finding that his writing grows more inspired with every second he spends in her company and further from his duties as captain, husband, and person. Uh Uh-oh, he's cheating on someone. Meanwhile, the riverboat's owner, Lafayette, desperately hunts for something. But Twain's not sure what. Could it be that Lafayette too knows the touch of of a mermaid? Is he trying to find his way back to his own aquatic beauty? Perhaps steal Twain's new friend away from him. Or is there something else going on? Some darker reason as to why South is prone to bouts of detachment, or some explanation as to her cruel sense of humor and her odd desire to entice Twain to abandon his life on land. Never liked mermaids. You can't trust mermaids. Didn't you like little mermaids? (laughs) They're evil. They're all evil. Got The Princess and the Pony, written by art by Kate Beaton. Pinecone, a warrior princess, has a birthday coming up, and she not so subtly, 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 subtly why can't I say the word, that word the way it's supposed to be said, subtly spells out that she wants her parents to get her a big horse she can ride into battle. My mind will not let me say it the way it's supposed to be said. But I know how it's supposed to be said, so you can all yell it at me. Why? Because that's what warriors do. They fight things. When her parents get a small, fat, not-so-perfect pony, Pinecone becomes very disappointed. Becomes very disappointed. Whatever will she do with such a useless steed? A steed with a farting problem, no less. She's not nice. Sounds like it could be a fun, adorable little story for someone. Good kids read. 
bedtime reading. You got The Arrival, written by art by Sean Ton. To leave one's own country to make a home in another takes bravery and determination. In The Arrival, Sean Ton tells the story of immigrants arriving in a foreign land with the hope of creating a better life for themselves and their families. A family of three, father, mother, and daughter live in a land darkened by monstrous looming shadows growing darker day by day. The father immigrates to a new country hoping to find a safe home for his family. Wrestling with the new cultures, language, and rituals he finds there while getting to know other immigrant neighbors. Tan wordlessly conveys confusion of immigrants in a new country through the use of alien symbols, technology, creatures, and architecture. Everything in this new country is foreign to readers and protagonists alike. This subtle to gain understanding is our struggle. Yeah, I never really looked at it as being like an immigrant. If you move somewhere to a new country and do whatever, you kind of are kind of like an immigrant. But I was set to go work for a Harley-Davidson dealership in Italy at one point. And it took, I gave up after about 10 months of trying to get the, all the transfer papers and all that figured out. And it just wasn't going right. And all he wanted me to do was come work for his shop for a year. Then he was going to have me open up a shop in the United States. But it took almost a year just to get the paperwork figured out. And we were having all kinds of problems. So I decided not to do it. And then my foreign exchange student buddy that lived with us from Bologna, Italy, uh, which was close to the shop I would have been working at. He ended up moving to Sao Paulo, Brazil. So I wanted to be there when he was there. And I'd still have his family, but it'd be more fun having my buddy there. All right, we got Marvels. Written by art by Ellen Forney. Bipolar disorder. A broad term for a group of disorders primarily, primarily characterized by alternating states of mania. <clears throat> Throat's drying up. A wildly, a wildly optimistic, energized, reckless, and short-sighted state and depression. A chronic state of feeling, sadness, joyless, worthless, and without energy. Bipolar disorder affects nearly 6 million Americans with a number of famous creative types suffering from the, the disorder. In Marvel's creative type, Ellen Forney gives a stark account of coming to terms with her own bipolar disorder and the ensuing struggle to find the thing she never thought she wanted, balance. I'm sure that would be... An interesting book if you have that in your life. 
at all with yourself or someone else. I know I'm mildly bipolar. I got other bipolar members in my family. So I would definitely pick it up and read it. The imagery and stuff they show us, it looks like might be more black and white or all black and white. But definitely interesting imagery. It looks like a book that would be a good read. So I would definitely pick that up. All right. Let's get to the things that are coming out in the near future right after this. Okay, back to the goodies. Let's see what we got here. We got Orcs, The Gift, number one by Boom Studios. An alliance between orcs, crows, and elves is the last thing anyone would expect. But times have changed since the defeat of the wizard. The adventuring party grows larger as two of the crows join the gang of miscreant orcs. But the fun can only lasts so long as the Wolf King holds a deep grudge against the orcs. Threatening a second war of the beast, will this unlikely alliance last? Orcs creator Christine Larson returns for more magical mayhem where the stakes have never been higher. It's an example of a killer cover, but a story I don't care for. I'm sure it's decent, but there's nothing that's grabbing me at the moment. And But the cover's pretty sweet, but that one's not going to pull me in enough to get it. At the moment, at least. We got Original X-Men, number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. The OG5 on an all-new adventure. Cyclops, Marvel Girl. Beast, Iceman, and Angel, the first and greatest heroes to bear the X-Men name, once traveled into their own futures and reset the course of history. Now, another multiversal mystery calls them forth. When the dust settles, one hero will remain, trapped in the world as we know it, with shocking surprise guest and heart-pounding twists and turns, Christos Cage and Greg Land kick off a story that will shake the whole M- MU, Marvel Universe. I'm used to seeing MCU. <laughs> My eyes were messing with me. Yeah. I just can't get into X-Men, but that is the old school. I did read a lot of those back in the day with those characters. Just don't remember much about it. <laughs> so obviously didn't leave a imprint. We got Our Bones Dust, number one, by Image Comics. A feral child, equal parts predator and prey, navigates a nightmare landscape of brutality and blood inhabited by scattered cannibal tribes 
an interesting place to poke around for a curious artificial intelligence. A four-issue miniseries by longtime Mike Mignola collaborator Ben Stenbeck. This is some more AI stuff. I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of AI stories coming out in the next year. It'll be interesting to see what kind of stories they come up with. And then we'll, it'll be interesting to see what kind of stories the AI comes up with, because that's coming up. Ozana or Ozuna Bori, 787, number one by Behemoth Entertainment. Up-and-coming Italian artist Bruno Frenda blends the star power of its frontman with the spy thriller spirit of Ozano's comic debut. A private detective known for keeping Puerto Rico safe from the criminal underbelly is on a case concerning a human trafficking ring when a clandestine spy agency recruits him. Ozuno, the Ozuna, the global superstar and one of the best-selling Latin artists of all time is Agent 787. In collaboration with Uzuno, or Ozuna, I can't say that right, it's messing with me. One of the best-selling Latin music artists of all time. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's getting all scratchy. With more than 20 million records sold, Uzuna has the most 1 billion viewed videos on YouTube. He's won two Latin Grammy Awards, five Billboard Music Awards, 12 Billboard Latin Music Awards, four Guinness World Records, one of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People, and has even appeared in the Fast and Furious franchise. Well, that didn't tell me nothing. So, since you ain't going to tell me nothing, you're not going to show me even a cover picture for the A cover, at least. And you got a name that's weird. I can't say, and it messes with me. I guess I won't be picking that one up. I got Peacemaker Tries Hard in Hardcover Trade by DC Black Label. I've been waiting for this to come out in trade form because I love the first issue that I read and reviewed and I wanted to read the rest. So I will be picking that up now that I know that it didn't go on to a second volume or anything like that at the moment. But I wanted to read at least that story. So we'll check that out. Yeah, Planetary Expansion, number one of eight. I don't know. It took me to a really weird page. We got Abandoning. Oh, actually, this is from Critical Entertainment. Abandoning their lives on Earth. 1,000 hand-selected passengers aboard a starship head to repopulate a new habitable planet. In another solar system exists a planet just like Earth, with fresh air, clean water, and sustainable life. 
they will brave the dangers of space and push past the limit to get there. Yeah, we've seen, we've heard about the planets that have been found, and yeah, you, they'll go to it and find out that there's probably a dominant creature there that wants to eat them. <laughs> uh, all right. Got a Plants vs. Zombies Zapped by Dark Horse Comics. These Plants vs. Zombies books. I picked up one in a bargain bin. They're, they're fun. I liked it. I like the way they play on the game and the characters and the humans. But we got more and more custard pies and zombies are appearing seemingly out of thin air every day. The custard pies are pretty nice, but these zombies are becoming a real problem. It's almost like these zombies are automatically produced. So Patrice, Nate, and Crazy Dave will have to get to the bottom of things before Neighborville is zapped beyond recovery. That's right, Crazy Dave's a big character in these. And the one I read, he, it was a lot of fun how they twisted him in there. <clears throat> I just, my throat just keeps getting raspier every time I get through a couple comics. So try a swig here. Uh oh, my water is empty almost. I'll have to go fill it after we get done with this. Hopefully, we can make it through without having to get water. All right, they got Pop Moments Deluxe Nightmare Before Christmas 30th. What's this? Vinyl figure set by Funko. That's cool. They got the snowman, the elves. It's got the little Christmassy background. There's a pop ride. Super Deluxe Steve Austin Zamboni <laughs> by Funko. Uh, Austin, when he drove in on the milk truck, drove in on the Zamboni, just always driving in and Different things, the working man. But yeah, that's awesome. Might have to pick that one up. There's a Pop Rocks Dolly Parton 1977 tour vinyl figure by Funko. We got Quested Volume 2 Number 1 by Behemoth Entertainment. Rising star at Marvel and DC Comics, Kim Jacinto, returns to the world of Quested for another iconic launch cover for Volume 2. The misadventure continues as Quested returns in Volume 2, Issue 1. Wake the Lothar. All hell breaks loose in the bronze as Jack Jinx embarks on an epic quest with an unlikely companion to see if he can save his father and mythic quester Lothar. If he wants to succeed, Jinx will need to avoid his right-hand man, Hamill, 
who is not who is not who he has made himself out to be. While the boys are playing Epic Fantasy Adventure in the Underbrawn, only Lithia remains in Fairbrawn to witness the dire effects of Jinx's decision. We get Resurrection of Magneto, number one, by Marvel Comics. No description, again, for another Marvel title that they have to post, but they don't describe, and you got to wait till next month to see if they post it again and re-describe it. Got a Retroverse trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. After a wild, drunken party, 19-year-old Casey wakes up in an alternate universe, one where she has been dead for 13 years. She must navigate a heartbreaking water the heartbreaking waters of a world that seems to have turned out much better without her in it. And she must do so while wielding newly discovered terrifying abilities against alien horrors. Collects the five-issue Retroverse series originally published on Comixology. They've been bringing a lot of Comixology stories to print. Which is nice because screw that digital shit, man. (laughs) Return to the Planet of the Apes, number one by Marvel Comics. No description. Uh, Basically, I'm guessing they go back to the Planet of the Apes. Got Rick and Morty presents Rick in a Box, number one, by Oni Press, from, okay, Rafer Roberts and Xander Cannon brings Rick and Morty's happiest predicament of the year. Rick and Morty returns from their latest escapade, bent on a little, bent a little out of shape. They just need some time away in their sealed organ chamber to return to their normal shape, size, and metabolic stability. As days turn into weeks, the world begins to recover from the chaotic influence of Rick Sanchez. Only Jerry fucks it all up by using Rick's special shampoo and releasing a horde of nanobot-infused hair dolls. Yep hair dolls on an unexpecting populace. Rick and Morty just seem like a really annoying set of characters. I know. I tried to read some of their stuff. It didn't really thrill me. I tried to watch some of it. didn't really thrill me. So maybe someday I'll revisit it. But you need to grab me right off the bat if you want me to watch you right away. Or read you. Got Rise of the Powers of X number one by Marvel Comics. No description. Yay! Let's try this one. Rom and the X-Men Marvel Tales number one one shot by Marvel Comics. Hey, we got some words. 
Rom meets the children of the Atom as we celebrate the legacy of the House of Ideas with Marvel Tales. During his classic adventures hunting the vile dire race on Earth, Rom encountered the ever uncanny X-Men, then Mystique's Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. In Rom 1979, number 17 and 18, from these are Bill Montlo and Sal Buscema. Rom and the X-Men are searching for the offspring of a dire wraith and a human, a creature known as Hybrid, with Cerebro, which Cerebro has detected as a mutant. But as they clash over their target, Rom gets a taste of his own medicine, courtesy of Kitty Pride. Then, in Rom 1979, number 31 to 32, the Galadorian hero battles Mystique's villainous mutant team, including future X-Men stalwart Rogue, before teaming up with them for a rematch against Hybrid. It's not big on the X-Men. Rom kind of interests me. So, see what happens in the future. We got Sabrina Teenage Witch Holiday Special by Archie Comics. Celebrate the winter solstice with Sabrina Spellman in this special holiday one-shot that returns to the acclaimed world of the Sabrina the Teenage Witch series. First... In the longest night at Sabrina's, Sabrina's Magic Boarding School, she and her friends work together on the longest night of the year to save their friend enthralled by a dark and clever beast. Impossible to kill in his own world and difficult to kill in our own, then in very, a very Spellman solstice, a flashback story shows young Zelda and Hilda breaking tradition to go to a school dance. But when Hilda joins forces with one of the ghosts of Solstice past, it curses their night out. Kelly Thompson and Veronica and Andy Fish return for another bewitching Sabrina story, along with the team of Daniel Page, and Veronica Johnson for a festive flashback story. Yeah. I will be checking that out. Gotta have some type of Archie Christmassy style, style stories. We got Scary Christmas 4. American mythology. I recall the past ones being good. It's a new American mythology holiday tradition. You're not going to find any sugar plums or singing snowmen in these pages. Join us for another twisted tinsel terror fest just in time for the horror days. Have a fright before Christmas with three tales of holiday madness That'll make even your Aunt Edna's fruitcakes seem safe. Get your stockings stuffed with demons and dark lore and the real secret about how a fat man in a red suit 
laid claim to your favorite holiday. You may not want to stay up late for these stories. Then again, you may not have a choice. Ho 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 at its bloody best. I love good horror story, especially when it's a variety of short stories. It always works out so nicely. They have a bunch of Scooby-Doo and Crypto Mysteries. Soft cover books from Picture Window Books that are great for kids, but I might have to get one or two myself. <laughs> they got the Stolen Scooby, Na- Scooby Snack Story, which is one I definitely was thinking about picking up. Then we got Dogs vs. Cats, which looks fun. Then we got a Haunted Dog Park Mystery, which looks interesting. And then Obedience Class Caper, which probably last place for me, but those first two I might pick up. We'll see. Then we got Seven Years of Darkness, Shamir Worm, One Shot by Kex Publishing. Late at night in the city of Scalamance, a group of locals scheme to overthrow the school of black magic and kill its students. Zero has been watching, however, and plans to unleash the Shimmer Worm. I'm guessing it's Shamir, Shimmer, I don't know. On this underground city, the Shimmer A creature of extraordinary power hasn't been seen for thousands of years and has never been used for such nefarious purposes until now. We haven't seen it for thousands of years. How do you know what purposes it was used for? You don't know. Jeez. And when they said zero, I kind of paused there because I'm like, okay... That Zero from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Jack's dog. Got Shift Number One, One Shot by Image Comics. He's tangled with Radiant Black and fought alongside the dead Lucky. But who's the man in the suit? And how did he re- assemble his team of mercenaries? This extra-length one-shot contains the four eight-page shift stories originally released in Image, plus a brand-new five-page story by shift creators Kyle Higgins, Danielle DeNuclio, ahead of shift's appearance in Radiant Black's The Catalyst. War Shift is a massive verse title. Well, Shift. <laughs> I crack myself up. Shook, a black horse anthology by trade paper by Dark Horse Comics. Uh, this has over 200 pages of terrorizing material. It's filled with stories from a range of of black writers and artists. This comes from the love of Southern Gothic horror, 
This anthology boasts a cadre of award-winning writers and is the largest collection of uh, uh, certain award nominees. I hate that they're using this whole paragraph to talk about how many awards people have instead of talk, giving us some story concepts. David Walker in here, John Jennings, Rodney Barnes, and more. Okay, so all you're going to tell us about things, Southern Gothic Horror, 200 pages. You lost me. I was into it. It has a nice EC horror, suspense horror comic style cover. But no. Gotta give a little description, uh, a medium description. I want something that gives me a little telltale signs of what's inside. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Killer Santa, number one, by American Mythology. The Life and Times of Killer Santa. Oh, Christmas, bloody Christmas. Everything changed for Billy in the blink of an eye when a deranged maniac in a Santa suit murdered his family in front of him. But what happened to that unimaginable degenerate who shattered lives without a cane? This is the story of that holiday monster. We turn back the clock to 1984 and find out what motivated one man to terrorize a family and create the curse of Silent Night, Deadly Night. It's Christmas Eve, and we are unwrapping a new horror. That movie's definitely getting its play. Coming out with lots of stories for it. I think this is the second run of a second storyline from it. Not sure what the last one was, if it was like five issues or not. But they're not saying here either. We got Skeeters, number one of four. Let's see how much time we got left. Yeah, we can get a couple more in here. This is by Mad Cave Studios. Small town hijinks ensue as extraterrestrial, <laughs> extraterrestrial mosquitoes descend on a sleepy beach town. When giant mosquito-like alien creatures invade a rural seaside community, a frustrated sheriff and two oddball exterminators end up being the town's only hope for survival. A comedic and gruesome story for fans of Slither, Arachnophobia, and other classic creature features. I mean, really, we gotta do giant alien mosquitoes when we have enough of these damn mosquitoes on our planet? I think you can... Just stick with ours getting radiated or some shit like that. We don't need to find out that there's more types of mosquitoes out in the universe. I don't like the ones we have. Alright, Spellweaver number one by Keen Spot Entertainment. A magical new fantasy series from the artist of Rebel Girls. Strange phenomena have befallen the once mighty town of Wolfgard, 
with reports of monstrous creatures prowling the surrounding woods and entire families disappearing from their homes. It's all the work of a dark curse from a sinister witch that the townsfolk simply call the Witch of Wolfgard. Now it's up to a young sorceress named Cecil and her band of stragglers to find and take down this evil force. But they'll soon find that that's no easy task. Well, shit, Robert Ahmad. I like your work. So I think I will have to check this out. I'm not big on the whole fantasy stuff anymore. But because he's got his hands on it, I think I'm going to check it out. I had that creative team on our podcast not long ago on Crimson Color Comic Club, so check that out. Been doing a lot of fun creator episodes. But we had the Rebel Girls crew on an episode. Really good, fun book. I was really surprised by it. And I expect to like it as much as I I did once I read it. So that's a bonus. Definitely worth it. Star Wars High Republic Adventures Phase 3, number one by Dark Horse Comics. Out here at the edge of the war, death surrounds us. It has been one year since the fall of Starlight. Padawan Lulu Talisola and many others are missing and presumed dead. At the Alamahaj Cantina, a Republican outpost on the planet of Iradu, Zine mourns and waits. When an intriguing transmission is received from Tertak, Bill, a warlord on the remote moon of Barakrant, Zine, Fort and avoid contemplating droid named 5AG3 must venture once more into hyperspace to repair their fractured team and perhaps the galaxy. All these droids, they just go crazy with these names. All right, I'll end it here and we'll get back with more goodies soon. Okay, next up we got Star Wars High Republic Adventures. Oh, this is just phase three, number two. So they got number one and number two posted back to back. But they'll still come out a month apart. So keep an eye out for those. We do have Star Wars Revelations 2023, number one, one shot from Marvel Comics. From the High Republic to the original trilogy and beyond. We got a bunch of writers and artists on this. We got Job of the Hutt, Darth Vader, Mace Windu, Keeve Trennis, Thrawn, and more. Introducing new characters, new twists, and new turns across all of Marvel Marvel's Star Wars line. This star-studded issue puts the pieces on the board for what's to come in a galaxy far, far away. (laughs) 
We had Star Wars Visions Takashi Okazaki, number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. No description, so you'll have to wait for that till maybe next month. <laughs> I don't know why they keep doing that. No pictures, no descriptions. It's like, why are you wasting our time? Yeah, Street Fighter Masters, Kimberly, number one, by Udon Entertainment. American Graffiti Ninja Kimberly Jackson joins the ranks of the World Warriors in her very own one-shot adventure. Kimberly hits the streets to stand up to the dark forces infesting in Metro City with a little help from Guy and the Bushin Ryu Ninja Clan. All right, we got Stuff of Nightmares, Sleigh Ride, number one, one shot by Boom Studios. If you dare, get into the sinister spirit of the season and join the Nightmare Keeper for a demented St. Nick story. One who decks the halls with holiday horror. Crafting a very merry macabre Christmas unlike any other. As malls continue to die and down and out former mall Santa named Heinrich Fiddler's rage turns to madness and he's dead set on making sure department store shopping isn't the only thing that's deceased. Treasured Fear Street and uh, R.L. Stein is joined by Pius Bach for another tale straight from your nightmares. Okay, we got Superverse Festivus Special One Shot from Antarctic Press. Holiday Season Special, a collection of various stories featuring AP's most popular characters. As they celebrate the season, stuff your most most super stocking with the season, this seasonal special. Blah, 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 blah. But we're not going to tell you anything about it, so, oh well. <laughs> like, alright, you got a young girl on the cover leaning Santa's sleigh. In a dress, with Santa looking up her skirt. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess that would be a first issues collector's item, huh? Strange. We got Takio Complete Collection Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Comics. This is from Brian Michael Bendis and Michael Avon, Avon Oming, a nice little team up. It's a collection of the adventure comic for all ages. Taki and Olivia are sisters. In a, that's funny because Taki Soma's Michael's partner. Are sisters in an adoptive family, and they trivi- they're dri- they're driving each other crazy. Every day, their overprotective mother makes them walk to school together, eat lunch together, and play together. They can't get away from each other. 
But when a secret experiment goes catastrophically wrong, the squabbling siblings suddenly find that they have superpowers. They're the first actual superheroes in the entire world, and it's awesome. But are the girls ready to face the daunting challenges posed by their amazing new abilities? And is the rest of the world ready for ha- for real-life superheroes? Collects the original graphic novel, Takayo, and its sequel miniseries. Hmm. Takio? I'd say Takio. Might have to check that out. We'll see. We got 13 Origins, The Wake, number one. By Scout Comics. Chispa. The 13 Origins is a series of one-shot origin stories from the members of the 13. A group of Mexicans and Mexican-Americans who discover they are Chispas. Able to wield impossible powers the day Baytown... Texas track star Olivia Estel turns 18. One of her brothers is almost hit by a car until Olivia runs impossibly fast and pulls him to safety. Swearing her siblings to secrecy, she lets them help her explore her new abilities as she dreams of the independence that being a chispa might finally give her. But when a potentially tragic potential tragedy suddenly looms at the edge of town, Olivia will discover that family and community are worth risking one's freedom to protect. You go, girl. Time Traveler Tales, number one, by Dark Horse Comics. Oliver has a problem. A time-traveling problem. Some mysteries, mysterious force keeps throwing him through time, and this time he's in the Wild West, rescuing circus animals. But as crazy as that is, it's only the beginning of his adventure. Carl Jacobs debuts his all-ages comic series inspired his popular Minecraft stories on tales of from the SMP, created in collaboration with David Scheidt, Kicking Shoes, and Letter Jomet Gill. <clears throat> and they had second issue coming out a month later right away. They're showing it. Got Timeless 2023 number one one shot. Behold the future of the Marvel Universe featuring the debut of two new Marvel icons. In a devastating future born from the choices of today, all of time and space is threatened by the ascension of an ancient evil. The Moon Knight unending has risen. A nightmare born of Star Tech, an eternal machine and the god of the moon, and now all of the earth bows before his overwhelming power. But one man stands against Khonshu's coming tide of chaos. Power Man. The Marvel Universe's final living superhero. 
But who is Power Man? And how did he come to wield the unstable powers of the century? The Hulk and the Iron Fist. What dark, deeply personal conflict underpins the mind-bending apocalypse? And at the end of the line, can the Marvel Universe ever truly be saved? Plus, a shocking glimpse into the next year of Marvel stories. And you say new characters, but I didn't hear no new characters there. I newer versions of certain characters, maybe. But, yeah. You got Titans Beast World Tour Atlantis, number one, by DC Comics. Beast World plunges into the deep. As Garth reacts to the crisis amongst his former Titans teammates, all hell breaks loose in the depths of Atlantis. It's a clash of Aquaman and Tempest in a deep-sea battle royal that points the way to the new horizons ahead. Plus, Megalodons versus Mera and Jackson Hyde, and Black Manta channels his inner manta in this exciting next installment of beast world i like to cover somewhat and those sharks are kind of kind of wonky with the body structure not sure about that yeah, I like the cover from a distance, but when I got up close, it threw me for a loop. Then they got Titans Beast World Tour Central City, number one, one shot. Titans Beast World Tour Gotham, number one, one shot. A variety of different artists, creators, and all that stuff, I'm sure, doing these. Maybe not. Might be all the same. Then we got Total Party Killer, number one, by Scout Comics. A mature dark fantasy with a bloody splash of comedy for fans of Quentin Tarantino movies and Dungeons and Dragons. No one told Verity, the adventuring intern, that her first quest would be this bloody, perpetually surrounded by man, or by mayhem, Mutilation and murder. Verity finds little sympathy in her mentor, Crap, Captain Crapton, <laughs> Crapton, Captain Bastion, with the looming danger of the primordial dragon Gritta on the horizon. Verity has to ask herself one simple question How badly does she really want this job? Not that badly. Yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man Volume 2, Number 1 by Marvel Comics, without a description. Damn you, Marvel. We have Under Heist, Number 1 by Boom Studios. After his gambling addiction brings David to the lowest point in his life and decimates his personal life, he'd do anything for one last chance at setting things right. But the road to hell is paved with good intentions. He may just be in luck if he can call it that. The grapevine yields illicit fruit as he learns of a heist, 
one involving a tunnel system that no one knows better than former New York City subway veteran David in this brand new hard-boiled heist series with a supernatural horror twist. Perfect for fans of Phantom Road and Newborn, the hit Stray Bullets creative team of David and Maria Lapham explore how seeking atonement can lead people to do desperate and dangerous things. Eh, he fucked up. Suck it up. Trying more and more things, you're just going to get you deeper in debt. Alright, next up, maybe, we got, we got Vengeance of the Moon Knight, Volume 2, Number 1, by Marvel Comics. Clad in the black of morning, the midnight mission remains. But who is left to keep the faith, and how have they been changed by the Black Spectre's master stroke? The next chapter of the Moon Knight starts here as the congregants of the Midnight Mission pick up the pieces and carry on the mission and find themselves faced with a mysterious new enemy in eerie familiar vestments. And their enemy should be the Punisher for all the shit that everybody did to the Punisher. Alright, we got Washed in the Blood, number one, by Behemoth Entertainment. Horde Corona is a Venezuelan artist and writer in the 25th... Oh, come on. Let's just give us the story. Eisners and Oopsters and all these different awards. Uh... In a frozen post-apocalyptic wasteland called the Freak Snow, a young cult survivor hears the voice of the spell-proclaimed god of guns. Like any human would be, he is hypnotized by the prospect of power by listening to this divine freak. A path to salvation paved with love, turmoil, and mostly death. A tale inspired by Mad Max Hellraiser Fallout and the filmography of David Cronenberg, Washed in the Blood, takes you on a trippy thrill ride through visceral illustrations and an intensely cold, savage, post-apocalyptic tale. Uh, yeah, and there's more stuff about a bunch of people. But, yeah. I... Have interest on it, but I wish they'd give us a picture. Give me some type of taste. A little taste of what I might be looking for inside. We got World of Betty and Veronica Jumbo Comics Digest, number 31 by Archie Comics. Two brand new stories. First, there's a winter carnival in town, complete with a tunnel of love attraction, run by a mysterious mystical woman. When Archie hops on the ride with Penny and Ginger. Jeez, what a whore. Now he's got like three other new women on it after him. I think that's a little ridiculous there, Archie. Settle down there, hombre. Uh, they each see a future with Archie. Then Betty and Veronica are helping Yvette Velez, a.k.a. the Jaguar, do some last-minute gift shopping. But an appearance from the original Jaguar 
Rolf Hardy threatened to throw their plans awry. Hmm. Alrighty. Yeah, Archie needs to settle down there. Really need that many girls after you. You're not that good looking, dude. <laughs> they have Zombillennium, Double Hardcover, Volume 3 and 4. Which I have. And then... They got Zombillennium Double Hardcover, Volume 5 and 6. Which I don't think I have. So now I gotta find out, is this a new Zombillennium? I'm not sure. It's gotta be. The day after Black Friday at Zombillennium, I gotta check my thing here, okay. At Zombillennium, the employees have carte blanche, carte blanche, to devour the visitors. Encouraged by management who intends to profit from these gains in new souls. To thwart Charlotte, Charlotte and Eurelian's sinister plans with her resistance network, Gretchen must first settle accounts with her past. And in the last culminating episode, the Zombillennium Amusement Park, which still keeps dozens of visitors prisoner, is coveted by many demons, each eager to become a majority shareholder. The only method of arbitration accepted by all, the Sabbath Grand Derby, a sporting event as violent as it is inventive, in which five witches compete against each other and will be fed to visitors to the park. Among the candidates... A certain Gretchen, determined to play her best, since she cannot count on the help of Aurelian, Aurelian Baphomet, the spectators of Sabbath Grand Derby broadcast like an ordinary reality TV program, will get an eyeful. As for Gretchen, she's facing a handful. The most spectacular of the Zombillennium volumes awaits you for an apothesis of a finale where the action takes nothing away from the emotion of the social criticism. This series won the Aragulium Best Comics for Youth Prize uh, a best-selling series in France with over a quarter million copies sold. I mean, if you have not read this, buy it. If you like those style storylines, buy it. Demons, zombies, ghosts, vampires, whatever. Theme park, all that. It's like, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out if you like it. Sadly, you can only get three and four or five and six. Here, right now, you're going to pick up one and two somewhere else. But, very well worth it. I love them. And even being oversized books, hardcover, they still look great on a shelf. The covers themselves are awesomely done. Yeah, it's a buy. Definite, definite buy. All right. That's it for this month's goodies that are coming out in the future. So 
Keep your ears on. Keep following us. Rate, review, tell a friend. Force a friend. Make a friend listen to us. You got nothing better to do. They have nothing better to do. If they don't want to listen to us, just tell them to hit play and turn the volume off. (laughs) Help me get some hits. I need them. I need subscribers. I need something. I'm falling down a hill here. Help me out. Put my hand out for you. I gave you free entertainment. Help help me out. Give me give a guy a hand. But yeah. Under the call of MS, keep following it. Check out my YouTubes, my Instagrams, my whatever's. Whatever you can find, just do at under the call of MS. It'll take you all the shit. Check out Crimson Cult Comic Club. Lots of great things there. And we'll get back to you soon. Bye.